I wonder how many people you just offended by that statement. <laughs> I, I really don't care. What's going on, everybody? Kellen Chafee, Mark Wilson, digitalfreedommovement.com. On uh, today's podcast, we have a really interesting one for you. We're going to be talking about a few different things, mainly being something called the two C's. What are those and how are they impacting you, your life, your family's life, and your future? Okay, so the, two, the first C is choices. Second C is commitment to those choices. Okay, I'm going to give you guys a bit of tough love here. So the fact of the matter is, is that I am where I am today because of the choices that I've made and the commitment to those choices. And the same goes for every single person listening to this podcast or watching this on social media currently. So, you know, if you are broke as shit, you hate your life, you're miserable, good. That's your fault because that's a choice that you've made and you've committed to that choice. Um, Mark, he gets the freedom to coach people from anywhere in the world off of his phone from his, from his home in Mexico, Japan, minus COVID restrictions. Uh, and, and he has to live with that because that's a choice he made and he committed to that choice. If you are not where you want to be in any aspect of your life, whether that's like maybe fitness, maybe you're a little fluffier than you used to be, especially with all this COVID stuff. Maybe you're not as successful or as wealthy as you want to be. That's your fault. And you need to make choices that are, you know, conducive to achieve those goals. And there's a lot of people not doing that. Instead, I think I feel like what a lot of people like to do is either A, not think about it, or B, just blame the world or blame other people uh, for the reason being where they are right now. If you are overweight and you want to get in shape, go to the fucking gym, eat right. And if you don't do those things, if you don't commit to those choices, nothing is going to change for you, period. So 100%. I wonder how many people you just offended by that statement. <laughs> I, I really don't care. Yeah, no, it, it, but it's the truth, right? And let us know. Let us know if that offended you in any kind of way. We, we want to know that. Because in the end of the day, we are all blessed with certain gifts uh, and certain situations of where we were born. Um, now, the two of us were not blessed with silver spoons in our mouths. We weren't. Uh, we didn't have those when we were born. Um, we were born into two different, way different situations, but we had to make choices to get to where we are now to be able to live those life, those lives um, that like um, Kellen was just talking about, right? So yes, those were choices that we made. Yes, some people are born into po poverty. Some people are born into foster care. Some people born into broken homes. Some people are born into abuse. All of those type of things. Now, when you're a child, you don't have a choice. Sometimes you just have to, to wait until you're an adult and take control unless you emancipate. Um, and at that point in time, those are all your choices. You can decide what you want to do, how you want to operate. So if you were born into poverty, say, let, let's just say that your parents were on welfare and you're just like, well, this really sucks. Okay. Um, that, that's not fun. And you're just like, well, I, I'm now an adult. The only jobs I can get are fast food restaurants. Yeah, cool. Guess what? I worked at a minimum wage job when I was 18 too. But that doesn't mean for the rest of your life you're a minimum wage employee or that's where you have to do. And you're like, well, my time's worth more than this. So what I'm going to do is because my time's worth so much, I'm not going to work at all. I'm going to feed off the system and I'm just going to do nothing with my time because my time's worth so much. And with these thought patterns, it's so counterintuitive to the actual commitment of where you want to go. You're never going to get to the place you want to go unless you align your actions, your thoughts, your beliefs 
with that. So as Kellen was saying, if you want to live the life that Kellen and me do, as we were just talking about going to Mexico, uh, like if you want to just at the drop of the hat, go to Mexico, then hey, you have to align your actions to be able to live that life. You can't be like, yeah, that's the lifestyle I want. I want to have $100,000 in the bank account. I want to be able to draw, uh, fly first class when I go somewhere. I want to do all these things. And then when you get home, you sit on the couch, you turn on Netflix and play video games. You're just not going to do it, right? Like that's your commitment. You're focused and committed on the shitty behaviors. And when you have shitty behaviors, you're just going to get shit back, right? Yeah. Some of you guys might be listening to this or watching this and thinking to yourself, what gives Kellen the right to say that? Look where he is now. What gives him the fucking right to say that? I'll get really deep. I'm going to get real honest, real fast. When I was 19, 20, got into drugs, started doing drugs. I lost everything. I in debt, lost my family, my kids, pretty much on the street. Okay. And the reason why I, you know, hit that area in my life in the first place is because I used to blame the world for my problems. Oh, it was my upbringing. Oh, it was my mom, my dad, this and that. I blame everybody else. And the, what the, the cold hard truth is that no one gives a fuck about your problems. No one cares about your problems. And you are the one, I was the one who got me into that, that position, right? I made those choices and it was up to me alone to change that, right? No one wants to, like, no one gives a shit about your sob stories or how hard your life was, okay? If you make bad choices, you're going to get bad results. Mad the fuck up, start making better choices. And that's exactly what I did. Got a job. Paid off my debt, got a better job as a mechanic. After that, started my first online business and quit that. I've been doing this now over five years. Was it easy? Fuck no. There's no such thing as fast, easy money. And if you think for one second you're going to make a million dollars overnight by putting in five minutes work, that's not going to happen and you're going to fail at everything you do. Becoming successful, guys, is very, very difficult, right? Well, think about it. I was in a place where I knew nothing, had a drug addiction. I had not, I had no money. I had nothing. What do you think it was fucking easy for me to, to take those steps and to own my shit and to move into a better direction? No, I had to learn a lot of skills and I had to invest money. I had to invest time to get to where I am today. And by no means was that easy. But if I had to start right back then, right now, you take everything I have, I have to do again. I'll do that shit with ease. Because as I've said before, you know, becoming wealthy is hard. Being broke as fuck is hard. Choose your heart. Okay. Um, so that, that gives There's no such thing as overnight success though, right, bro? Like you didn't become the man that could have been able to have success in online business just because you're like, oh, I clicked this button and gave somebody my piece of plastic, right? You became the, the man that was able to do that through a bunch of other decisions and commitments to being a better person and having a better life, right? Well, yeah, it, yeah, committing to that change, number one, but it, it's really, really funny that the pattern that I see in you know some of the people that I coach, they have very similar upbringings as I did. They went through a lot of pain, a lot of struggle, a lot of hurt. And you know, initially, a lot of people go towards the blame game and then eventually they end up owning their shit just like I did. And then they have growth and, and so on and so forth. Um, but I think it's uh, it's how we deal with our pain and our struggle and the problems that occur to us and happen to us on a daily basis that makes us who we are. It's how we decide to react to the problem. And so I'll give you an example. So, Mark, I know you had struggles and stuff growing up as a kid. Mine were a little bit, I, I don't want to say, like, I don't want to even sensitive, but I'm going to say a little bit more brutal. And so... So let's say, um, and this is a this is the thing I see all the time. So let's say you've been through a shit ton of trials and tribulations. Maybe you grew up as an orphan or you foster care, this and that, or you know what have you. 
you've experienced so much pain, so much struggle at a young age, and you're able to, you're able to overcome that pain, that struggle and to make it to where you are today. And so you are, I feel like those types of people are less affected when bad things happen to them now, because they've already overcome so much. Whereas if you see, you know, I'm going to say Mr. Bob, who's had the perfect life or, you know, not as difficult life gets hit with the same problem, it kind of demoralizes them and shuts them down. And it's like, oh my God, this is so bad. How do I ever recover from this? But at the end of the day, all Bob needs to do is not be a little bitch about it, find a solution to his problem and keep on trucking on. Like at the end of the day, it's cold, it's hard, but it's the truth, right? Like you are where you are because of the choices you've made. Stop being a little bitch, go get a gym membership, purchase an online fucking course or read a book, learn some skills, implement those skills, change your life, period. Mm -hmm. 100% 100% man, is where your focus is at, right? So you can either focus on all the problems you have or all the solutions you have. And I'll give a nice little comparison that was very home to me is my dad had the, very much the same upbringing as he did um, through foster care in orphanages and all that kind of stuff. And like not, not very fun life, right? And then, you know, I talked to him now and he's able to endure tons of different hardships and heartaches and keep going. And he, and he has had a lot of those types of things in his life. But the difference between you two is he continues to stare at the, the problems, complain about those problems, and stalk on those problems. And that's all I ever do. I talk, to, I, I phone my dad up, I talk to him for like half an hour, an hour, and you know what he talks about? All of this shit, all of the bad stuff that's happening in his life, doesn't ask me any questions. It's all about him, his hardships, and everything like that, and focusing on them. And I try to ask him questions about like, what is he going to do with it? It's like, what can I do? All this type of stuff. But his glass is too full. And then when I talk to you that, you know, can endure the same things as him and keep rolling, well, you're looking at the solutions and you may get frustrated or pissed off. And by the way, guys, those are okay uh, feelings to have, but you just have to do something about it. Don't just stop there. And that is the issue. So many people are committed to just stopping at the problem, focusing on that. And that's all that they can see in their vision. Or you can change that, change your paradigm and be like, well, these are shitty fucking things. I don't want this in my life. And start looking at the solutions or surrounding you with people that have the answers. And that is exactly it. Kellen didn't have all the answers when he got into online business. I sure as fuck didn't. Uh, But what we did is we found people to surround ourselves with and we found the answers together. And together we continue to rise, surrounding ourselves with those people and being committed to the solution, right? Exactly. Mark, uh, Mark asked me an interesting question uh, not so long ago. And he said, he said, Cal, what were your beliefs or non-beliefs, you know, when you started your first business? And I gave him kind of a funny response. Like, so a lot of people go through, uh, you know, these thoughts on, you know, prior to taking a leap of faith or doing something that is outside of their comfort zone. And so, you know, when I started my first online business, I was kind of like different than other people because I was so desperate. Right. So what went through my head is, I don't know if I'm going to be good at this. I don't know if I'm going to succeed at this. All I know is I can't keep doing what I'm doing right now. And I refuse to keep doing what I'm doing right now. And I knew that nothing was going to change for me by any means if I kept doing the same shit. So I went in with kind of blind faith. I said to myself, I'm going to do the best that I can. And I'm going to work my ass off as hard as I can. And if it all works out awesome, and if it doesn't, at least I tried. I, I could die happy knowing that, you know, at least I tried to, you know, you know excel or to, you know, reach my goals and my and, and, and dreams. And, you know, so 
I, I went on the kind of blind like that. I was like, fuck it. I don't care what happens. I'm just going to push and push and push and push and push and push. And that uh, ended up doing really well for me. But uh, well, Mark, it's because you went in with both feet, not just one or a little toe, probably the pinky one. Um, but like you, you didn't go in like that. You went in with both feet. It's just like, well, it doesn't fucking matter. This has to be better. Any struggle here has to be better than what I'm doing. And this is the issue that I see so so often that people have the beliefs. But like this isn't they're They go into an opportunity. They go into something new, but with one toe with maybe a foot, uh, not the whole leg because they're too afraid to do that. And with their whole body still being out of it and just going in with a little bit, all they're thinking about is like, I'm going to be scammed. This isn't going to work for me. I can't do this. I'm too stupid. All these kind of beliefs that they build up inside themselves. They're so committed to these stupid beliefs, these untrue beliefs, um, which are fine. We all have them. It's just debuffing them, right? And they go into it like that. So they jump in. And as soon as they hit their first obstacle, well, I was right. All my beliefs are right. Uh, this was a scam. This wasn't going to work for me. I'm too stupid. I can't learn. And then they back out. And they're in the exact same position, but they just wasted more of their resources, time and money um, on something that didn't work for them. But it was because they got in their own way. Exactly. Like, <laughs> I'm getting really sick of saying this, but again, you can just see that anything as long as you as Mark says, have both feet in, right? Like if it's been done before, then it can be done again by you. You just need to leverage the skills, learn the skills and implement them in the correct way to get the same result that Joe Blow did, right? Um, and yeah, Mark, again, you were totally right. There was, it was either win at this and succeed or die. And that was my option. So I went tits out and good things happened. That's the end. <laughs> For sure, man. There's a reason why there's a book uh, written on the power of full, uh, what is it? The power of uh, full commitment? No, it's, it's something along that. Uh, I can't I can't remember what the, I read it like two years ago. The power of, it, it'll come to me. But it, when, when, you, when you do that and go in with everything that you got, you will be successful. You just have to stay there. And so many people are looking for that backup plan, that one way out and focusing on, Okay, well, if this doesn't work, what can I do here? Or what can I say? Or how can I go to the next thing? And it's just like, why think about the next thing when you have this thing in front of you? Why think about how, what's going to happen when it doesn't work? Just think about what happens when it does. And that's exactly what Kel did. And that was exactly what, what I did too. Like I was reluctant to, to give 100% into it um, when I first got started, but I got to the point where Kellen slapped me in the face. And then I was just like, yeah, this has to work. I'm not going to shame my family. I'm not going to like go and continue to work and be treated like shit by my boss because that wasn't the life that I was willing, willing to convert to. I was willing to convert to a better life and continue to level up instead of stay the same or get worse. Right. That's right. You know what you actually you know what I see in you, Mark, is is at games. You're very competitive and you hate to lose. Like it's seldom do you lose. So it's fun when me and Mark together together to play a game. It's like very uh very back and forth. And so it's like, you know, it almost feel like winners are separated from other people. It's like that pure sheer determination drives us to win. And if we can't win, then we learn the skills needed to win, right? It's uh Kind of interesting. I'm gonna start going to casinos and like, <laughs> spying on people, just watching them play cards or like hold them or like whatever it is, right? 
So, yeah, it's kind of interesting. interesting. Yeah, 100%. Because, like, I know when I'm playing with you and, I, like, I can see it. And I do the same thing. It's you're always strategizing in your head. It's just like, oh, this motherfucker, he's beating me right now. <laughs> I'm going to take him down. By the way, that book that I was trying to remember is The Power of Full uh, Engagement. Engagement. Full engagement. That, that's, the, that's the word I was missing there. <clears throat> just yep. go in with full engagement to everything and you'll be so much better. It's just like relationships. If I didn't give Kellen a hundred percent and Kellen didn't give me a hundred percent, do you think we'd be such good friends or be able to feed off each other or anything like that? Oh, that's right. That's right. Um, I want to touch on one more thing. And that was for those of you who have the fear of not being good enough. Again, cold, hard truth. When you first start anything, whether it's online business, whether it's offline business, whether it's uh, a new job, chances are you're going to suck at it and you're not going to be good enough, right? It's not about being good at something, guys. It's about putting in the fucking work and showing up to become good at it. Um, I shared a, a video that, like, one of the first videos I ever recorded and shot as an ad video for social media sucked so bad it was horrible and then i look at you know some of the you know go lives and videos and stuff that i do for you guys today and i go what that's not even the same person it's a completely different person fact is i wasn't good enough five years ago but i'm getting better now and every single year i strive to look back on myself and say wow that guy's a fucking idiot or he's that guy sucked he's not very good if you can like become a better version of yourself every single year and make the last years you look dumb, you're growing. Like that's like conquer the world type motherfucker right there. So anyways, Mark, anything you want to add to that? Yeah, man. It's just you're in competition with your the yourself in a year from now. And I love that. Like if you're always competing just with yourself, like I don't compete with Kellen. Kellen doesn't compete with me. We take jabs at each other, but it's just more of just brotherly love kind of fun stuff. But in the end of the day, we we're we're on pathways where we are here, the person that we were are going to be in a year from now, we're trying to fuck that guy up uh, and, and beat him. And that, that's that's what we're trying to do on our pathways. And if you can focus on being better than that person in a year from now, you're going to win, right? If you're not a better person next year, we'll beat the shit out of you. <laughs> <laughs> and you can pull right and hit me in the face with a baseball bat if I'm not a better than me. <laughs> oh my God. Oh my God. That's too funny. But you guys should see this video though. Like Kellen looks totally different. He looks like a little boy. He's a, he's a big old man now, but he looks like a little boy in this video. Uh, it, it's pretty good. But uh, yeah, guys, it's it just, just focus. Like you don't need to be good enough now. It's about the journey that you're on and getting there because nobody when you were born, you weren't good enough to walk or talk or ride a bike or drive a car. None of those things. Did you stop? Did you just sit there on the ground, lie there on your back like a turtle? Uh, like, nope, life's over now. I'll just wait for the vultures to come pick me up. No, you continue to learn. You just kept falling on your butt when you tried to stand up, right? You kept walking, falling, scraping your knee, all those kind of things, right? Um, and that's part of the journey. No one knows everything at the beginning. And for me, I knew nothing about social media. Like I post on Facebook maybe twice a year when I got into online business. So I knew nothing, guys. I was the definition of starting at the big zero. And it's, it's more about like where you're going than being like, well, I need to know everything prior to starting. That is impossible. You can't know everything until you start trying and get experiencing it and doing it, right? 100%, dude, 100%. It's, it's a nonstop on the grind. And uh, Mark, it's funny you say, Mark said, 
Kelton, you look like a little boy. That was five years ago. And I think more so the reason, like, my, has my bone structure changed much? Maybe a little bit, but more so, I think I've gained like 40 pounds of lean max of muscle in my body. And it's a bump and a grind, guys. Like, five days a week, six days a week, balls out, like, p- pushing your body to its maximum limits. And it does not happen overnight. It's taking me five years to put on like 40 pounds of lean contractile tissue. Like, and at like, the same time, guys, he's had nerve, he, he, he's, pinched nerves where he couldn't work out for months on end yeah. that wasn't like oh i pinched my nerve i literally am so much pain every single day i want to cry i cannot work out for a couple of minutes do you think he stopped going to the gym because of that well no I, I took a break and started back at zero i'm just working my way up right it's uh you know when you can push yourself so hard just for like this much gain just this much growth and just keep doing it non-stop it all adds up to something really, really big so although i have changed a lot mentally and I've grown a lot mentally, um, you know, you're able to apply the same methods to your body composition. Like, you know, go to the gym, work out, lift some heavy shit, make gains, babe, bro, babe, <laughs> babe. <laughs> I'm right here, babe now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, that's it for this one. If you guys have any questions, concerns, or simply want to give some input, feel free to email us at info at digitalfreedommovement.com. We'd love to hear from you. And I'll see you guys on the next podcast. Much love, guys. Thank you for tuning in to the Online Entrepreneur Experience by DFM. We want to hear from you. Uh, if you have any questions for Kellen or Mark to answer on our next episode, email us at info at digitalfreedommovement.com. We'd love to answer any of your questions. And don't forget to tune in next week for another amazing experience.